Power 107.5, Columbus's number one station for hip-hop and R&B and home to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You're rocking with your boy Yavis. Listen, make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Power1075 as well as my own personal Twitter at Yavis, Y-A-V-E-S, last name Ellis. Shout out to everybody who came out and kicked it with me at Dodge Park over the weekend. We had an extravaganza. It was crazy. Also, um, they had a, a couple different Easter egg hunts across the city. I went to New Birth, CCC one had one, um, Capital Transportation had one. I mean, it was pretty crazy this weekend, so I appreciate everybody who showed love, and hopefully you're enjoying yourself. Headed to Easter Sunday service this morning. I got a very special guest on my show today she's actually gonna help me anchor the show today we're gonna we're gonna do this on our own today it's my home girl my little sister jordan dunlap she's been doing some amazing work she's been writing for um shoot ebro in the morning the lantern at the ohio state university a couple other blogs i mean she's a star in the making glad to have her this morning what up jordan tell the people a little bit about yourself if they don't know right, so uh, my instagram name is i am jordan with the y dunlap underscore and basically, I'm a junior at Ohio State majoring in broadcast journalism. But right now, I'm just kind of dibbling and dabbling in all atmospheres of journalism. Yeah. So recently, I've been able to blog for BlameEbro.com, which is um, Ebro Darden from Hot 97 in New York City. So, I mean, it's definitely been a great experience being able to get a lot of exposure on more of like a sort of a national level than just what like... What you mean, sort of? That's, that's a national level right there. That's, good. that's a good look. Yeah. Don't downplay yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're making some moves. So, all right. So, um, as we get started today, um, <laughs> Jordan, you were just sharing with me a story about a girl at the um, gas station who uh, asked you about your hair. What, what is the etiquette on asking somebody about their weave, though? But to me, I'm the type of person that, like, if I'm going to wear stuff, it's not going to look like it's fake. Okay. So, to me, if I'm approaching a girl, I'll say, you know, I like your hair. But I'm not going to be like, oh, I like your weave or I like your fake eyelashes. Like, that's not So, So, did. were you offended this this morning when that happened? Yes, I wanted to spray her with my gas, but <laughs> I needed it for my car. So, that, I guess the proper etiquette from now on is if you're going to ask somebody about their hair, you got to say, had nice hair? Right. Not nice unless, weave? Unless you installed it in my head, you're not going to walk up to me and say, oh, I like your weave. You like my hair. It's mine. I pay for it. It's in my head, so it's hair. It's not I have me. to get better in that area because I, like, my, I tell my wife all the time, like, oh, our hair is pretty. My wife's like, oh, that's probably weave. <laughs> so I'm not sure my wife's been a hater or if she just know. really know. You know what I mean? But I never really know if that's somebody's hair or not. Guys never know. Like, I was always duped. when I Before I got married and I would date certain girls, like, mm -hmm. I would, wouldn't find out stuff of my hand through their hair <laughs> that it wasn't theirs. Felt them braids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was duped. I was bamboozled. Listen, we have a great show for you today. Later on today, we're bringing in my good friend, Abba Kifla. She's going to talk to you guys about the big uh, multiple sclerosis event that's coming up April the 2nd. Now, also, I have to invite you out. I'm doing the extravaganza, which is going to be... At Dodge Park, uh, March 26th. And so bring out all your kids, all your family. Come on out. It's from 9 a.m. We have Dunkin' Donuts there as well. 9 a.m. in the morning, Saturday, March 26th. It's the extravaganza. We got music. It's great family fun. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you about a felon who was singing in the courtroom in hopes that the judge would give him a lesser sentence. In fact, he was singing Adele's Hello. That more coming up next right here on Any Given Sunday, Power 107.5. Proud 107.5, Columbus's number one station for hip-hop and R&B. You're tuned in to Any Given Sunday with Yavis Ellis. Make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Yavis, Y-A-V-L-S. I got a special guest in the studio with me today, Miss Jordan Dunlap. What up, Jordan? Hi. <laughs> Over to taking selfies. She's, she's been on Snapchat the whole show. 
That's what's wrong with this generation. They just stay on Snapchat and they Snapchat everything. Meanwhile, oh I'm doing my Snapchat thing too. Y'all make sure y'all follow me on Yavis Snap. Now, I told you before the break that there was a convicted felon who was um singing Adele <laughs> in the courtroom. Um, he's from Michigan, and and in fact, before I go into the story a little more, Jordan, I'm I'm gonna play this clip for the um, people who who are listening so they can hear this young man singing his heart out in the courtroom. And I want to know your thoughts. <laughs> On this right here. So I'm going to play this clip from um, Brian Earl Taylor. He's uh, singing an Adele-inspired song during his sentencing hearing in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yes, Your Honor, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. All right. All right, Jordan, what are your thoughts on this right here, man? I literally can't. I'm over here holding my stomach, trying so hard not to laugh. I don't understand why that would be your apology. He should have came in there, like, trying to plead his case, stating facts. Like, but you're going to sing? And out of all songs, you're going to ruin Adele's song? <laughs> all right, he's 21 years old. Um, and... Actually, they, they said he was looking at like 17 years. And in fact, he was sentenced to 17 years. And the, the judge um, just said, hey, obviously you're a talented young man, mm-hmm. but we're going to sentence you to 17 years. Wow. I don't I don't know if his if his lawyer suggested that he do that. Like he told his lawyer, hey, man, I can sing. Maybe <laughs> I can win my judge over by singing this song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's something deeper than that. I, th- I think it goes to show you that. Um, you know, people may be talented. They, they may have, you know, uh, they may be goal oriented, mm-hmm. but they get off track at some point in life. And um, he was actually being sentenced for unlawful imprisonment, which means that he probably, you know, like a, someone like a kidnapping charge. You mm-hmm. made somebody stay somewhere and carrying a concealed weapon. Um, and he's getting 17 years. I'm not, I'm not sure what the extent of that crime was, but it's really sad um, to kind of see this happening. And I, I think he should have maybe gave a more appeal of talking right and, and sharing as opposed to um trying to redo the adele now if he could sing like adele <laughs> he might have been able to get a couple of years knocked off because she could bring a tear to your eye exactly. but it didn't work in his favor um i want to know y'all's thoughts on that hit us up on twitter at us at power 1075 now listen uh president barack obama he has nominated uh merrick garland to supreme court and a lot of people are upset they feel like he should have um put, uh, uh, uh i guess appointed a african-american to supreme court um, Jordan, you have any thoughts on that? What, what do you think? Mm. Do you feel like do you feel like he he has to because he's black appointing an African American? In my personal opinion, I would say no. To okay. me, like as long as you're qualified and you bring something to the table that's beyond just good enough, I would say race shouldn't be a major factor. Yeah, and I mean, I I think historically looking at you know this guy's track record, they supposedly said that he's the most qualified person out of everybody. Um, they said that he's careful, he's a thoughtful judge, he shows respect to people, he has compassionate side for people, um, he has the ability to rule against the government, mm-hmm. and he's also ruled in favor of criminal defendants against the government. And so perhaps he may be a, a, a good pickup for um, Supreme Court. Now, I'm not going to lie, I would have loved to see an African-American be in that seat, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, especially with President Barack Obama leaving right. the presidential office. But perhaps we shouldn't just say, because somebody's an African-American, they should hire African-Americans for a job. Right. I mean, it's kind of like having a double standard, but I'm going to go ahead and carry on a double standard and say he should have hired a black man. Just, that's just my opinion. That's my personal opinion and not the opinions of Power 107.5 or clearly Jordan Dunlap. Of course. <laughs> so, 
you had a chance to write a story on Ebro about uh, Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, how she told South by South- Southwest crowd that she would not run for president. Do you feel like maybe she should run for president one day? In my personal opinion, when I first saw it, I said yes. But then after reading like the extent of it, I would say no. Because she later went on to explain basically just, you know, like her girls have handled it well. But at the end of the day, when they're not the president and the first lady of the United States, they are parents wow. and their kids need their parents. So not just, you know, sometimes or frequently, but they need full time parents. And that's what she wants to be for her girls. And I, I think some people don't understand that, uh, exactly that sentiment. Like mm-hmm. President Barack Obama is still a father right. with two children that he's trying to take care of, as well as a wife that he's trying to take care of and be involved there uh, with their emotional needs. Mm-hmm. And so perhaps it has taken a huge toll on the family and, right. and the way it works out. I mean, who knows? I know uh, they're always in the news for something because people just hate President Barack Obama for no reason. Um, they were upset with um, his daughters because their dresses for the dinner were like $20,000. Like, or like, come on, like, let them be great. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, If it was anybody else, like a Donald Trump's daughters, we wouldn't have that same sentiment. (laughs) So coming up next, speaking of Donald Trump, we're going to talk about uh, the Donald Trump inspired character who was on Scandal the other night. Uh, They had a Donald Trump inspired character. And I want to know your thoughts about it, what you guys thought about it, uh, especially yours, Jordan, if you had a chance to check it out, Mm -hmm. what your thoughts were on that particular episode. That and more coming up next on Any Given Sunday, Power 107.5. 1075 Columbus's number one station for hip hop and R&B and home of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You're rocking with Yavis Ellis on any given Sunday. I got a special guest, Miss Jordan Dunlap, in the building with me as well. Now, before the break, we told you all that there was a new Donald Trump-inspired character who was on Scandal this past Thursday. And, um, I mean, Donald Trump is really changing the game when it comes to politics. As much as I hate to say it, um, his game-changing vibe is making its way to Scandal. And so... There was a character inspired by the GOP uh, presidential frontrunner uh, who was featured on this week's show. And, you know, uh, they, they teased it a little bit on Scandal. And, Jordan, you had a chance to check it out. What do you, I mean, give me give me the rundown. What do you thought? You said it kind of looked like him as well. I thought he really kind of resembled him. Yeah. But, two, I feel like he really nailed the point of how Donald Trump is running his campaign. Mm. And beyond that, just Donald Trump running for president as a whole. Like, yeah. who would have ever thought Donald Trump? You know what I mean? So, too, like different like views and different stances that he has on certain topics. Right. I feel like they portrayed that very well. Mm. So, all right. So is this a character that's going to stay on the show or was it just like a one time thing, you think? The way it ended last night, I would assume that he's going to be on there again. So not the full season, but definitely a couple more episodes, I would say. But definitely a crazy character. So um, it's, it's, it's kind of cool that this happened because it kind of shows you how a show can reflect what's going on in real life. Exactly. And to have the ability to be able to put this kind of character into a show because it's what's going on and relevant mm-hmm. in a culture. Because um, in my mind, I thought these shows were like recorded like a year in advance or something like that. And so <laughs> to be able to switch that up that quick, I think it's really cool, man. Um, especially after seeing like real life debates with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm anxious to see how this character plays out and if it will help with the ratings of Scandal, which is already mm-hmm. doing really well anyway. But will it take us to another level? Do you think it will? I definitely think it will. Like, I've talked to some people that are frequent scandal watchers. Yeah. And even they were like, this is going to be crazy. Because the way that it left off last night, you can tell that he's going to be on for another couple episodes. Yeah. I definitely think it will raise the ratings. I'm anxious to see how this thing Mm -hmm. is going to play out. Now, um, for the Creep of the Week segment, (laughs) um, Ashanti has had this stalker, all right? And his name is uh, Devar Heard. And so this stalker... Of course, was arrested by the police, and they're now on trial. And um, 
Ashanti was on the stand um, facing her alleged stalker in court. Now, what's so crazy about this stalker is that he's defending himself. He doesn't have a lawyer. He's going ahead. And he's going ahead and he's going to defend himself. And so when you're defending yourself as a lawyer, you can ask questions to the person that's on the stand. Right. So he was asking Ashanti <laughs> questions on the stand. And this might have been the worst thing that he could do for his case. Um, he has a felony stalking charge. That's going on, right? Wow. And so um, while questioning Ashanti, he went back to a couple of tweets that he sent her, including, um, and this is very explicit, he said, eating her from the back tastes better from a flight to Russia. I don't get it, what that even means, but it tastes better than a flight from Russia. And he asked her if she saw this tweet, and she responded to him, yes, I saw the disgusting tweet, and I was insulted. He then commented, well, why didn't you tell me to stop or why didn't you block me? And he didn't lecture to her on her provocative concerts. He said to her, well, you do lap dances for your performances, correct? And then he added, I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying. <laughs> so this is crazy because he sent her lewd messages, lewd text messages. I'm not sure how he even got her number. Exactly. Um, but if convicted, he can get four years in prison. And, it, and it's kind of crazy because it seems like he's just playing like with his life right now right. by defending himself. Or what it shows you is how crazy he really is to think that he can defend himself and ask her these kind of questions in court. Right. And the, the judge and jury not think that this guy is crazy. I think he definitely needs to be behind bars. So you like, so you saying lock him up? Flat out. Like stalking to that extent is just. And then for him to say all the things that he said to her is so explicit. Like, right. Like she's just anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's. And I think that's a horrible argument. Like, why didn't you block me or <laughs> tell right. me, respond she to me? She has to. millions of people who are hitting her up on Twitter and Instagram. Now, now the point about, um, you know, her uh, doing lap dances at her concert. Mm -hmm. um, again, that's that's her entertainment self. Right. It doesn't give you the right to be able to cross a certain line and offend her mm -hmm. through lewd text messages just because she gives a certain persona. But it also does tell you that when you do certain things and you dance a certain way or you dress a certain way, people will have a certain perspective and outlook on you. And that's just a true real life right. experience. And so I'm not, uh, trust me, I'm, I'm not agreeing with the stalker at all. <laughs> I'm just saying his argument of that sounds right in his mind because he's created a fantasy in his mind. So good luck. I'll teach you. I'll, I'll let you guys know how that thing is going to play out. Now, on our last part of this segment, I want to talk to you about a man who has, who had to return millions of people I mean, to return millions to people for um, their online prayers. Um, he's a Seattle man who was running a so-called Christian prayer website. And um, he has to return millions of dollars to consumers nationwide who paid for prayers. Um, as a part of an agreement, Benjamin Rogovi will pay as much as $7.75 million, 7 million to approximately 165,000 customers who were victims of his deceptive business practices in several companies he ran. So, I'm not sure how this played played out, but he created a fake religious um, website. He was a fake religious leader, and he would post false testimonials on the website to entice people to pay from $9 to $35 for prayers, all right? And so he collected over $7 million from consumers in four years. That is a lot of money for prayers. Exactly. A whole lot of money. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. This is kind of a genius thought to be able to do this. However... I think the people who paid for prayers are insane. Are insane. You're crazy. Why would you pay for somebody to pray for you? <laughs> like, why would you pay for this website for a prayer from $9 to $35? There's no way. No way at all that I'm doing that. And to make $7 million off of it, I'm sorry. I think they should let him keep the money. 
There's there's no way. I think they should have keep the money. It should be distributed amongst the people who gave. Or given to a real profit. I would say give it to a, a real charity church. or something like that. But not giving their money back. You guys paid for prayers. I mean, who was to say he didn't pray for them? But who pays for a prayer in general? That's my point. That's why they shouldn't get their right. money back. To an extent. But I think that's debatable. All right. We'll have to debate that later <laughs> on. Listen, coming up next, we're going to talk to my good friend, Abba Kifla, about an event around multiple sclerosis. This is a great event, and I really want you guys to hear this segment because multiple sclerosis affects over 350,000 young people all across America, especially young adults, and it's very important to check out this segment. Coming up next on Any Given Sunday, Power 107.5. Power 107.5, Columbus's number one station for hip-hop and R&B and home to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You're rocking with Yavis Ellis on Any Given Sunday, and I have a special co-host with me today, Miss Jordan Dunlap. How you doing this morning, Jordan? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Glad to have you on the show. For those who do not know... Um, Jordan, you're a student at The Ohio State University. You also uh, are a journalist for The Lantern. Uh, you're doing some work right now with the Ebo in the morning. Uh, you got a lot going on right now. Yeah, I could give you a few, a few pointers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And then we have a very special guest to talk to us today about a great event that's coming up April the 2nd that I would really love for the city of Columbus to s- support. You know what I mean? Um, her name is uh, Abba. And she's a good friend of mine. And every year she does this great event on MS, multiple sclerosis. And if you don't know, Multiple sclerosis is um, really one of the um, widely or most largely neuro- neurological diseases amongst the uh, young adults in uh, in America, affecting over three hundred fifty thousand people in the United States. I learned that today. That was my, <laughs> my my learning tip for the day. But um, how are you doing today, Abba? Good, good. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you for coming in. So for those who don't know about you, talk a little bit about yourself and kind of uh, you know your your roots here in the city of Columbus and about this movement that you have started. Um, yeah, so I am born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. So uh, I started the fundraiser it's the third year now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I be- became involved with it um, after I was diagnosed with it, December of 2012. Right. Um, so, but it's just a great way. I think it's, it, it was, I had so many like personal benefits from it, just right. being able to connect with so many people wow. and, um, I've met, I can't, I can't even tell you how many people that I've met that either have MS and just haven't been able to talk to anyone about it or family members are dealing with it because um, yeah. it's just not a subject that's easy to talk about. It seemed like your perspective, like you you kind of put more of a positive spin on it, you know, the way you just said that, was that you were able to gain a lot from it. Um, and, and does that help you kind of, uh, you know, defeat it and master it? Yeah, definitely. I think um, a partly is almost... Like it's it's my medication. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to uh, confront it and help others, you know, it makes me feel like I'm o- I'm okay, you know, because yeah. in reality I am. But you know, it just makes me live it. I didn't know how many young people and young adults were actually dealing with MS in America until today. You kind of gave me that tidbit and educated me on exactly what that meant. You know, that's yeah. that that's an eye opening experience for me because you think about MS, you think about somebody that's older or you know, what I mean, um, later in life, not. In the prime of which should be your life. Yeah. The most common um, cases are around 20 to 40 years wow. old. So it is a huge young adult population, um, especially like in the 20s. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Jordan, you had a chance to talk to Abba earlier today. And, you know, what, what are some of your thoughts on a question that you may have, you know, for Abba? Um, well, we're talking to her. I would definitely say it seems like a great event, especially um, she's been able to do it for three years now. 
So um, I have a question for you. Basically, just, you know, what do you hope to achieve by doing this event year after year? And what do you expect year after year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, every year is the same goal. Like, I, I'm just going to continue to do it as long as I can walk. I know that there's a lot mm -hmm. of people who MS have affected their ability to walk, affected their ability to, you know, just live life normal or, you know, what's normal in this day and age. And I think that um, I will continue to do it until there is a cure mm -hmm. for it, because right now there isn't. So for those who do not know about the event, let's talk about the event. Um, let's talk about what's happening. You know, you're joining forces with, uh, of course, Radio 1 and the National MS Society. And let's talk about, about this event coming up Saturday, April the 2nd. All right, so I'm, I'm super excited about this <laughs> event. I, I think I'm more excited about this event than any other that I've, grown mm -hmm. like even personal events um so this year and possibly a uh, common theme for the years to follow is the is look up um and the the whole point of the theme is um because a lot of times having um an autoimmune disease can can bring you down on a regular basis and dealing with some of the causes of the disease um can affect you even with not without anyone even seeing it and bring you down so it's just more so like look up be positive and it's something that's relevant to anyone 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 that's going through anything in life which yeah. means all people uh you know to look up so the the day is saturday april 2nd um during gallery hop and it's at a location called made and company gallery right on the corner of fifth and high street so it's 1196 north high and during the event, there'll be an art show. So Veda is the artist. He's from Columbus, Ohio as well. Nice. He's donating 100% of each sale of wow. his original piece to the fundraiser. That's and he's dope. selling it for dirt cheap. So he has <laughs> sketches that normally he charges for like $250. Um, he's selling them for like $25, $30 wow. um, just to raise as much money as possible. Um, we'll have a performance, uh, a group, a duo called PM Plus from Cleveland, Ohio, is going to come down and perform. Uh, DJ O Sharp, he's always been a consistent um, supporter of the fundraisers that I've thrown in the past. And um, there's we have so many sponsors. Stance Socks is uh, sponsoring this. There's so many different opportunities to donate. Mm -hmm. So um, this year, last, uh, last year, we had more of a performance style. This year is going to be just giving you the opportunity to selfishly donate. Um, <laughs> so Stan Socks is offering socks in which 100% is going towards the, the fundraiser. So you can purchase some socks. You can buy an art piece. You can buy a raffle ticket to win an item provided by Soul Classics. Wow. Uh, you can pick a number if you just want to come in and donate um just donate money just so unselfishly uh <laughs> you can just there'll be a, out, an event man. yeah there'll Check be an event for you to just don't pick a number off the board anywhere from one to 70 to donate that amount and if more than um if all of them are cho chosen each number um we can we can raise like well over two grand wow. just that's from that activity so and no one has to donate more than 70 dollars. so right. that's awesome um, and then, of course, we, you can sponsor a balloon, which is, has been our theme um, to looking up. Yeah, we had issues with the balloons this morning trying to get them to <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> yeah. So if you've, if you've been uh, following me on any social media sites, it's uh, at ABBA Flower, A-B-A Flower. Um, I've been putting up promotional material in which a lot of our uh, sponsors have been creating 
videos to spread awareness and promote the overall event, which is awesome. Um, and at the end of the night, if you sponsor a balloon um, for, you know, maybe 5 or $10 donation, then at the end of the night, we're going to have a big send-off of all of the balloons, nice. um, which will be pretty cool as Definitely. well. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited. Um, getting a lot of support from the community and different businesses. That's dope, man. Well, yeah. thank you very much for coming in and talking with us today. Of course. And of too, course. too, if people want to get involved, how can they like go about doing that? Or how can they contact you to get involved? Yeah, I mean, I would say the best way is, and the easiest way to tell you over the radio, is just to follow me on uh, Instagram, at Abba Flower, A-B-A Flower. Um, I do want to give a little shout out to some additional sponsors. So we'll also be selling t-shirts, which is designed by Veda, but mm -hmm. provided by Abnormal Allies and Ready Quick Signs. Nice. Awesome t-shirt companies if you want to create your own. PBR will be sponsoring the drinks. Mm -hmm. Kroger is sponsoring balloons. Uh Nia Noel is even doing cake pops. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of support from the community. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited. Well, listen, you heard it here first. On any given Sunday, make sure you support that event April 2nd. That's Saturday, 1196 North High Street. Um, this is the multiple sclerosis, and, we're, and we're, we're, we're making sure we get out and doing something great. So make sure you guys join the movement. Thanks for rocking with us today on Any Given Sunday, Power 107.5. Make sure you come back same place, same time next week on Any Given Sunday, Power 107.5.